Hello, hello, hello. It's time for Tell It By Tuesday. We got a juicy topic for y'all today. Where is your hustle? What have you been doing to move through your career? Or have you been doing anything? So we're going to dive deep on the break room series and kick it off with Coach Kelly. So I'm going to start out by talking about where my hustle came from. Okay. And I think everyone has a, a backstory. And my fire came at a young age and growing up in the city of Chicago, South Side, my parents did what they could and we had what we needed. But I, I always heard the word no. Realizing that when I grow up, I never want to tell myself no. So I would use that as fuel. And then I realized that, wait, if I worked smart and actually had conversations about what I wanted to achieve, I actually could make more money for myself. And it was eye-opening. So I learned what to do to bargain for myself. And the thing is, is that I realized very early that if I wanted to have more, it wasn't just about doing more. It was about being strategic and planning for more and realizing that I had to actually do something or say something. But to do nothing to me was just like, I couldn't. So my hustle came from when I was small and it stayed because I realized, wait, I can hustle and I can actually do more for myself and do more for my family. So that's my why. So you said early on that you learned how to ask for what you want. And now I know a lot of our listeners can have different responses to a no, right? A lot of people handle rejection differently. Sounds like rejection or the no response was fuel to your fire. So could you give some examples of things you did to learn how to speak up for yourselves? Because that's not easy for a lot of women. No, it's not. And it wasn't easy for me. So I I was bullied. Okay, so let me just start there. I was bullied when I was little. My teachers always had something to say. It was weird. Like, I just went through a lot. I started cursing and using curse words. And I know this is probably, you know, like, people like, what? I was five years old. <laughs> and I was cursing whoever came at you me. ended up in juvie. Girl. <laughs> Only out of bed. My, I was smart, though. So I tempered it by being smart. So I wasn't a bad kid. But if somebody really came at me in some kind of way, I used my mouth as my weapon. And I used my knowledge as my way to stay out of trouble. So I did enough where I stayed under the radar. And I learned at an early age that, wait, these words I'm saying, people are moving. They're actually changing things. Things are moving around. Like I, I see change happening. And it was just weird because if a teacher came at me, my mom would go up there and get at them. It was like my mom was like, you talk about the queen to somebody just dropping out. <laughs> like, she, you didn't mess with her, you know, nobody. You didn't mess with her siblings. You didn't mess with her kids. And seeing that gave me that empowerment, that weight. No, I'm not going to accept something less. And I'm not lesser than anybody else. I may not have the same challenges as other women who, you know, may not want to speak up. But I've certainly gone through the same experiences. And just very culturally insensitive things. And also mm -hmm. even the opposite of that, just not even hearing me is as if I'm invisible. 
And that's been tough. And it's tough to not shut down and feel like you're not enough. But you matter. Your voice matters. You were hired because you add some type of value. So you're there for a reason. And the people that you work around, they can say what they want to say, but you got to make your money. And that's what I kept in my head. This is about you providing for yourself. So if you shut down and you give up, how you going to provide for yourself? And I was real talk. It was real because I was was fearful of having to go back. I was like, oh, Lord, please don't make me have to go back home. I do not (laughs) want to go back home. And not that, you know, I didn't enjoy being with my parents, but my parents will always, and, and most parents will always see you as a 10-year-old kid, no matter how right. old you ever get. And right. I just didn't want that. And I was just terrified of having to do that. And so I would look at it. I always look at things like, I don't want to end up back at home. So, and I still do that to this day. So what am I going to do? It's the business of me. What am I going to do? Am I going to let these comments deter my goals or these haters or these trolls or however we call them to the thing. <laughs> Am I going to let that dictate to me what I should be doing with my career, my life? And I could choose to let that hinder me or I can choose to say, ah, okay, your feedback is noted. Thank you. Move on. Right. And it's just, it's just odd to me because I read this article and they were talking about just what employees or expect their employer to manage their career. There is this expectation that the company owes you something. They do owe you something to an extent. They owe you for, to pay you for the job that you're doing, the benefits that they agreed to give you, right, when you took your role. But in terms of career trajectory, it's not up to them to put right. you in an opportunity. Am I the only one that feels this way? I think that makes a lot of sense. I think one thing you made me think about was just the nature of American education. A lot of people, it may not even occur to them that they should be pursuing something from a career standpoint. I know I talked to someone a few weeks back, and even though that person works in a corporate environment, they were like, well, I wasn't really giving this 100% because it's just a job to me. And I was like, say what now? Like, you come in here every day, you're doing the work, and you don't have no plan for yourself? I'm like, why? What makes, what What would transition this from a job to a career in your mind? And the person didn't really have an answer. Because I'm like, to your point, if you're an adult, you didn't got these degrees, I'm not trying to be a nobody job. This job needs to lead to something, right? And I think that that's something that's missing. You're planning your life. Yeah. The employer will tell you the job they want you to do, but Thinking about your career is 100% your responsibility. Like That's your personal self-interest. Right? Coming out of school, people are constantly being given instructions for this is how you succeed. This is how you pass. But once you leave an educational environment, you have to define for your career what it takes to get to where you want to be. Somebody else can't define where you want to be for you. That doesn't make logical sense. No, and no two careers are the same. No two journeys in life are the same. Right. But something is like, something is, is there. Not like it's wrong because it's pervasive. (laughs) So I don't know if it's cultural or if it's just, I don't know what it is. But we have to realize that working in corporate America, especially our parents aren't there, you know, demanding (laughs) that we get a raise. There's no one really there speaking on our behalf but ourselves. 
what what is happening for us in terms of just being broken down right, right. and as a saying if you're failing to plan you're planning to fail you have to have a plan for your life no one else can do that and you have to set boundaries around what you will and won't accept and you have the right to do that everyone has choices even if the choice is to do nothing but right. the, but the you go with it. But if you like money, and that doesn't mean you're money hungry, but hey, we know we need money to take care of ourselves, to provide for our families. That is the currency. So we have to understand that if we like money, we look to be successful, whatever you define that success to be. You're actually the one that's doing it. And where's that hustle? And we don't have to work hard. It's not about, you know, staying late, <laughs> not being, you know, not having priorities in life and all that. It's not. A hustle means that you want to grind until you get it. If this is your goal, you're going to work to get it. And somehow I think that that's just missing. I was talking to a woman the other day and she was like, I think I'm going to go get another certification. Why, girl? Why? Your time could be better served doing something else around leadership, around networking, around personal brand, around executive presence, around managing your career, around establishing a vision for your career. What are your goals for your career the next five to 10 years? That is better served than getting you another certification. And, and I have to say that to myself because I'm, I was telling my husband, I'm like, I think I'm going to go to Harvard and get this specialization. And he's looking at me like, so really, you want to go to Harvard at this point? Yep. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you know, I think it'd be great. And then I thought about it. Like, what is that going to give me? It'll give me more confidence for sure, because, you know, I could say I went to Harvard, you know, all right. But it, is it going to be any much more than that? So is my time better served? really honing on my vision and my career plan and how am I looking to retire in the next 10 years is my time really best serves there. There's no guarantees. You could be adding stress and things you don't absolutely have to have to to demonstrate your credibility, which already exists. The hustle is not you getting everything or doing everything your hustle is about how do you get where you want to be that's hustle my past fuels me but it's it's it doesn't even have to be that because it could be your future that that fuels you right it could be oh i want to get a house on the beach and you know retire in the caribbean or whatever like whatever your goal is in your life you know or maybe it's i want to be able to leave wealth to my kids it could be anything that you have as a life goal and your career can serve as a trajectory as a you know projectile to get there (laughs) cool absolutely absolutely it hurts my heart to see so many accomplished women and what i mean accomplished experienced educated professional women struggle to make it to leadership positions it's just so, just so unfortunate. We start working in this mindset that we have to survive. If I don't do this, I won't eat tomorrow, which is not true. If I don't sec- accept this low-paying job, I can't eat. 
if I demand what I'm worth in the workplace, I'm not going to get the job. I'm not going to find anything better. This is the best that I'm going to get. We're no lesser than anybody. Why accept less? Why is that okay? Managing your career is an extra job. Just like looking for a job while you have a job is an extra job. Yes. yes. <laughs> Managing your career is an extra job that you do for yourself. This is what helps you. And your employer is trying to vie for the best talent. So they're trying to make their environment the best environment for you to stay. That's how this works. It's a give and a take. We're getting something from each other. There's a value I bring. And for that value, you pay me. There's a value employer that you bring to me from my career perspective. And for that employer, I stay with you. It's not a, a parent-child relationship where the, the employer is telling you how to be successful all the time. It hurts my heart to see women who are almost checked out and just waiting for their retirement or waiting for whatever instead of feeling empowered that they can change their circumstances. And life can be better somewhere else or you're going to make it better where you are. There is a movement happening to make things better in the workplace for all of us. It might feel like it's a check in the box. You know, they're just doing it because it's the end thing to do. <laughs> and that might be true, right? We know, hey. But why don't we take that and hustle with that? Turn that into something that really means something. So that's not that's my truth. I think it was very important for our listeners to hear how passionate you are and your commitment to seeing change, not just hoping for it, but seeing it. I certainly hope that you take away something from this. And remember, where's your hustle? Because it comes from somewhere. And wherever that is, hone in on it and realize you deserve the value that you bring. And if you're in a situation that's not great, you deserve more, period.